Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Uh, <laughs> this is Teresa. <laughs> Louis nervous about being on the podcast, so you're going to be the, do the right thing, right? You're going to be on our side? Oh, and by the way, that married chick from SLC, you think she's going to go to the reunion? Now. <laughs> Bye. What is wrong with you? <laughs> so even Teresa choose gum. Yes. <laughs> I have to get that character. <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> that was such a weird moment that we picked out, but I don't know if anyone else in the world picked out. I don't know, but I still think about that. Now. <laughs> so that was like when Joe got uh, came back out of jail and Teresa and Joe went jewelry shopping. Yeah, and he's like, hey, Teresa, you like these three things? You like these three rings that we got right here? These three big old diamonds right here? Now. <laughs> <laughs> I, we're going to have to go back and find that somehow. I know, that's so I'm good. not going to be able to find it for today's episode because <laughs> we are way behind. <laughs> we are very behind. I just realized, like, we're not even having a cocktail right now. I've been drinking since 10 a.m. Well, and we're also doing this in the morning, which yes. is very odd for me. This is like work, and I don't like it. <laughs> So who knows how today's going to go. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, But we're not going to leave you raw this time. Thank you, Jesus. I hope... <laughs> <laughs> the other day we were talking about, oh man, we should have taken out a couple things out of uh, last week's episode stuff. And I'm like, well, would it really have been raw and uncut with the house bears if we edited anything? <laughs> right, I was like... So I hope everybody enjoyed. Yeah. It I... was a little bit rated R at some points. And I have to do... I mean, like, Hunter only thinks that we're funny because of the sound bite. So I hope it was still entertaining. Bitch, yes. <laughs> like, All of a sudden, our listenership just drastically drops. <laughs> like, seriously, one time before, I was like, we're not going to have time to get the sound bites in. Let's just release the episode without the sound bites. And Hunter was like, no, we're not funny without the sound bites. <laughs> but we were legit way busy. We had a big week-long event that we had to go to, traveling, your yes. work, two episodes. It just was being sick at some points it was just difficult. yeah and it's not slowing down anytime soon we got your birthday coming up i can't believe you haven't mentioned your birthday like 18 times already it's my birthday it's my birthday it's my birthday it's my birthday to me it's my birthday well it's your birthday month no it's my birthday <laughs> well the actual date is march 18th Day after St. Patty's Day, what, what? And didn't we meet a hunter while we were in Palm Springs with a March 17th? Who had the March no, 17th birthday? it was some other kid that had the March 17th birthday. Oh, but, but no, we did meet a kid named Hunter Hames. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're back. We're trying our best to get caught up. We've got reunion part one of Salt Lake City today. Mm -hmm. We've got episode four of New Jersey. So let's just not waste any time and let's get into reunion part one. This is the Super Bowl, guys. Woo. Are we going to have a reunion with these ladies? <laughs> well, kind of. Not with Mary, though. No. Uh, I'm glad that we kind of already talked about the reunion fashion so we don't have to talk about it today. And now that I'm seeing it on the screen, I'm not... I don't, I don't feel near as strongly about any of them as I did when I saw the pictures the first yeah, time. I agree. I mean, even Meredith's isn't on my nerves like it was when I saw the pictures. <laughs> this is high fashion. People in Utah just don't understand. <laughs> but the reunion starts off with a statement saying, we know Jenny's racist, but we didn't know until after we filmed the reunion. <laughs> so, sh so, our bad. <laughs> I'm totally shocked right now. So um, it starts off all the showing all the women arriving and getting in their trailers. It's like one hour before the show, and Andy goes in to see all the women. Mm -hmm. He stops at Jen Shaw's trailer first. You know, I think it's hysterical that most viewers are like kind of rooting for Jen Shaw and and enjoy Jen Shaw and maybe even hope she's innocent. Shaw amazing. Whereas Erica Jane, everyone's like. 
Burn the bitch! Send her to jail! (laughs) Give her the death penalty! Seriously. (laughs) I think it's just because the way she is now, and even though she's like potentially robbed all millions of dollars, blah, 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 anyways, she's just kind of a a bitch. Yeah, she she (laughs) hasn't been... There's not many warm things about her. There's nothing funny. Like, Jenshaw is funny. Yeah, Jenshaw is funny. Jenshaw isn't, like, posting half-naked pictures of herself and being like, you fans are all so gullible. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. she might have a slightly better PR team. I don't know. But I liked... Andy telling Jen, hey, just want you to know, even though the word on the street was that Erica got to see her questions before the reunion, that's not true. So I don't want you to think that Erica got any preferential treatment over you because she's Beverly Hills or been on longer or whatever. That was Shaw amazing, dirty, dirty dude. So I thought that was nice. And I'm really glad that they had an excuse to show Lisa's rant again within the first (laughs) five minutes. And Meredith had, like, apparently watched that scene the night before the reunion, so she's hot off the heater. Can you imagine how angry she Oh, you can tell she's pissed. She's so pissed. I can't believe they have a real, like, ice-fishing pool of water in the middle of the stage. It's not real. They said it's full of water, yes. They said it was really full of water. I don't know about that. It was mentioned at least twice. Mm. I mean, why not? Um electricity hazard <laughs> i don't know Duh. i don't know but um, i think it's not like being hazard <laughs> well that mentioned uh, heather said that one time heather, would... heather was like y'all realize that's full of water don't go storming off the stage i don't think it's full i think it's just a setup well, either way i think salt lake city gets the best sets this is the most insane set <laughs> they do i love their set it's beautiful it's definitely from the beginning of this episode when they went ice fishing. Right, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they intentionally brought Meredith out last to get seated or if she was just the last one to get ready. Because there was a moment where everyone but Meredith and Mary were on the couches and they're like, ooh, there's only one seat left. Who's going to take it? What's going on? Yeah, Heather figures out that Mary's not coming. Like, where's Mary? But it, the women didn't seem to know that she wasn't going to be there. They do seem genuinely surprised that she's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we begin, there's a sound problem with Jen Shaw's gloves. She is like, when he told her that she has to take her gloves off, she was so shocked. Like her face. Oh. She's like, oh. It was like she just saw like two girls, one cup for the first time. You've ruined my outfit. I know. <laughs> I mean, this is what made the outfit, but it's fine. <laughs> she was so offended by that. But I mean, as many, you know, like accessories that were built into her dress, I believe that the gloves were really not net. It was kind of like those <laughs> take one accessory off situations. I think Andy did her a favor. Mm. But I think Jen will be scarred from that situation. <laughs> she, being told she has to take off She those might not gloves. ever get over it. I don't think she will. You know, she, if she ends up in jail, she'll still be upset about those gloves. <laughs> well, she could make new gloves out of like condoms and um, <laughs> like paper clips hanging off <laughs> um, But the set is the ice castles where the season kind the season didn't start off the ice castles, but that's where like Heather and Jen re- reconciled, I guess. Uh, I We still haven't made it to the ice castles. Nope. Um, and it ended early this year because it hasn't been the winter that I've been hoping for. Just for a second it was. So Meredith did not get a nice long soak before uh, the reunion because Bravo did not put her up in a hotel with a bathtub. With a hot tub. Or that is a big no-no. She says, that's a big no-no for me. I mean. I was like, well, you better tell them, Meredith. <laughs> I would be thrilled if they found a bathtub big enough for me to fit in. Right. I'd be like, prof, I've made it. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy tells everyone that Mary is not showing up. Why didn't Mary come? She was upset that everyone was talking poorly about her church, and specifically that Whitney called her a predator. (laughs) But you know, Whitney's right. She's like, I tried to talk to Mary all season long. She wouldn't give me the time of day. So I, I, what else can I do? I wish she was here so I could finally get her to listen to me for once. Heather's actually gained respect for Mary this season because some of the insightful things she said in the confessionals. There wasn't very much insightful things. Well, you know, we did mention a few times that Mary did have moments of really, like, great clarity clarity and maybe even insight. I definitely don't admire her for it. 
<laughs> but Heather wastes no time digging into Lisa Barlow when they're, when they're like, what did Mary say that was so insightful? Well, like Lisa doesn't know how to be real. That's <laughs> so messed up, like right away. She goes in on it. And then she's like, oh, but no, but Mary said things about all of us. I'm like, uh-huh, Heather, you clearly got a bone to pick and you are ready to start picking. Uh, seriously. Um, Heather also thinks that Mary should be there to support Meredith. Yeah. But Meredith doesn't think that the show is healthy for Mary, and uh, but she would like to have Mary's support. Is the show not healthy for Mary, or is Mary not healthy for the show? That's a great question. I think it's a combo platter. Like, I think gracious. Mary is just not a healthy person, no. and she doesn't need to be on the show. She just honey to be on reality. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to miss her on the show. She's funny. She's entertaining. She says crazy stuff all the time. She's insane. And who else am I going to pick on like they never see their son? And like, I'm going to miss kind of jabbing at Mary a little bit. Um, it was She was not an easy target. She was a fun target. <laughs> well, we'll see what new housewife come around. <laughs> Hopefully someone who's nearly as insane. Makes you wonder, who are your friends? Who's not? So we start off with Jen's charges. You're facing conspiracy to commit wire fraud with a maximum of 30 years in prison and conspiracy to commit money laundering with an additional 20 years. And then how... Um, and then her apology tour. But Jen mentions, like, if I had seen that veil trip before we went on the Zion trip, it would have been even uglier. I mean, I don't know how much uglier I could have gotten. Right, considering Lisa and Jen almost got into fists. But um, it's fun funny that Jen says that she felt like she needed to be on the show and her lawyers were happy about it. <laughs> well, that was sarcasm. Yeah. Was that like, was what? definitely sarcasm. The lawyers being happy was sarcasm. But she felt like it was important to tell her story because yeah. she is standing by her innocence. I want a big I'm sorry and I'm a piece of sh from them when I'm proven innocent. After the montage of Jen's apology tour. I am sorry, Meredith. I'm sorry. I would never want you to feel I somehow outed you, and I'm sorry. Thank you. Meredith, I am sorry for hurting you and your family. I'm sorry. Heather explains that she was able to forgive Jen Shaw's insults because she believes that Jen was, like, seriously remorseful. She thought the jokes were kind of funny, and she can appreciate someone who can, you know, when they're pissed off, make a funny jab, and you get over it. Um, and Jen and Heather just really have great chemistry. They're really funny. They together. do. And Jen, you know, she's just, she's a hot pocket, you know? <laughs> she is a hot pocket. Hot pockets! She's fun she's a hot pocket but, in the hot closet. But sometimes you bite into that hot pocket in the wrong part, and it scalds inside of your mouth. You're like, whoops. I literally tweeted about a week ago, there is nothing hotter than a lukewarm hot pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hot pockets! <laughs> but Jen believes she gets called out more than the other girls for doing the same thing that the other girls do. But I do agree in the first season, like, Jen Shaw was crazy. But we've had a really mild-mannered Jen Shaw. I don't know what much, other than the whole leftover Brooks situation, there shouldn't be much that she has to apologize there for. There really isn't. Group. I think she's made amends with everybody. Did I like and repost stuff that was funny? Yeah, nothing mean. Um, but also... Jen's like, other people have called other things and looks right at Lisa. I know. <laughs> like, the Lego character reference. Uh, Lisa's like, I have never said anything about your parents. And then it, like, cuts to all the times she cuts, like, cuts into her. <laughs> right, right. I did not. I did not. And Heather's like, well, if you can say such horrible things about Meredith, your, friends of ten, your friend of 10 years, then you can certainly say things about me. Lisa's getting called yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, it starts right away, and it kind of doesn't let up. Like, Lisa, I mean... Meredith was the target all season, and now Lisa is the target of the reunion. And apparently, Angie is definitely on everyone else's team, and she has been spilling the dirt. Right. All the texts, all the receipts that Lisa has. Yeah. Yeah. Shown her and given her. Um, it's it's going to be ugly for Lisa. I mean, according to Angie's text, Lisa called Heather the Lego. Mm -hmm. According to Lisa's interpretation of the text, it was Angie. Yeah. So, who knows? The, well, I'm assuming since they all just spent a week together in Cabo that yeah, Heather and Angie, I, I, yeah. Angie's, tweet, Angie's text might be a little bit more positive on Heather's side. Exactly. 
Um, but we, uh, Angie, she's a blast. She's a blast, blast, I like her. blast. I hope she makes it on the next season. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, that's tight, honey. So back to Jen's apology tour. Um, after her apology to Brooks, Meredith seemed okay, but then she kind of pulled back. And then this is weird. This, but was a brilliant move on Meredith. I feel like this reunion is not going to be about Meredith all of a sudden because of this moment. Oh, yeah? Meredith is immediately like, she breaks down, and she immediately apologizes to Jen Shaw. Yeah. I mean, she spent the whole first half of the season just ripping into Jen Shaw. Maybe more than half, three quarters of the season. And now all of a sudden she's completely apologetic, completely owns her part, and Lisa Barlow is shooken. Uh, the whole touch is gone. <laughs> she cannot believe that Meredith is apologizing to Jen and not apologizing apologizing to her. Yeah. Because Lisa was kind of in the middle of it all season, and she, she was. Yeah. She really, really was. But um, Meredith, Meredith has been dealing with a lot. Yeah, she's verklempt. She's very, I grew up verklempt. <laughs> I know, I can't believe she said that. That's funny. Yeah. But she confesses that she really did have a lot going on, in addition to her father dying, who the last time she saw him was on a FaceTime through a glass window yeah, yeah so that's tough um there was a lot of family issues they had a hard time getting her father buried she was fighting with her sister she has a nephew with mental health issues like so much going on but she couldn't talk about it it wasn't her story to tell yeah i was insane by the end completely insane because i was emotionally devastated so i you know just like jen shaw season one Dealing with the death of her father, acting out against people, yeah, hurt people, hurt people. And now I know why Meredith needed that like an hour forty five minute bath, right? No, now I get it. Now I know why she ate a whole bag of edibles and sat in that bathtub. <laughs> yes. She needed to burn off a layer of skin yeah. and start all over again. She needed to start off fresh. She needed a brain reset. She's ready, y'all. It didn't seem to work though, because all of the all of the trips this season were just hell on wheels, literally at times. Ugh. So now that Meredith has seen the show, she believes that Jen was actually pretty kind to her. And ultimately, Meredith believes that Jen was a better friend to her than Lisa was. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I mean, that's tough. Yeah, it is. Like, Mer Meredith is, is gunning for Lisa. Everyone is. And Lisa really did spend the first part of the season trying to get Meredith and Jen on a good page. Like she That's really all Lisa was wanted. Trying to mediate. Yes. <laughs> this I do feel bad for Lisa right I here. Do, of course I do. I mean, I maybe we're gonna get her. into more that we don't know about because you know Lisa is the from has a reputation of being working hard behind the scenes. Yeah. So maybe we'll find out more, but I do feel bad for Lisa here. I'm like, she really did try to bring everyone together. We'll talk about it. Now we move over to Jenny, and not we don't spend a whole lot of time with Jenny. Um, but what does it mean to be an immigrant woman of color in Salt Lake City? And Jenny really mostly talks about her accent. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, you're in America now. Speak like an American. Ugh. Blah, 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 blah. Gross. Can you believe that Dewey got an adjust, gave Henry an adjustment when he was just two months old? I do. My dad was a chiropractor, and he adjusted our necks and stuff throughout all of elementary school and stuff. Apparently, it wasn't good for him to be adjusting our necks so much, because we were still growing or something like that. I don't know. Either two way, months doesn't sound insane to me. I, I, um, I'm sure an adjustment of a two-month-old is just kind of like a massage. I don't know. It has to be. Or, it has to be. Like, just like, I don't know. Babies are flexible to pretzel. <laughs> True. <laughs> Does Lisa manipulate Jenny to do her bidding? I don't think so. I think Jenny is just... Hates Mary. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, bad weather believes that they... That Jenny uh -oh, and Lisa storm, storm, lightning, <laughs> lightning, thunder, thunder. Bad weather is here. Yeah, I mean, they said in the after show that Jenny is Lisa's menu, and, minion. And, and, you know, they kind of... I mean, Heather says that Lisa's Jenny's friend when she needs her, but when she doesn't need her, she's not there for her. I didn't really see any kind of much of a dynamic between Lisa and Jenny at all. I didn't season, either. Yeah. I mean, I can, you know, any more normal than just like, this is my friend who my my son grew up with as her son. Yeah. You know? I mean, even Meredith thinks that she has some kind of control over Jenny. I just was so distracted through this whole entire, like, Jenny package. Like, Jenny's dress is so big on her. Yeah, it's way too long. Are you serious right now? 
Especially when she sits down, it looks like it's three sizes too big. And she's wearing these, like, seven, eight-inch heels. <laughs> like because the dress is so long. Because the dress is so long. Oh, I didn't like it. Um, what does Jenny think about Mary's racist remarks? <laughs> This is irony. <laughs> Minorities should support each other. Uh, well, you know, Jenny. Jenny kind of got called out on that one. Yeah. I mean, Asian hate really is bigger than it ever has been. Probably, Well, at least it had been since oh. probably the, like, the World War. So since I Since COVID, it's just been amplified. Yeah, yeah. So maybe view that the other way around. Now, why doesn't Meredith stop Mary when she's being racist? Meredith is like the queen of just like skimming over the questions she doesn't want to answer. It's an age-old question. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody really knows why. Well, Meredith thinks that she did. She did say, no characters. So that um, that was one. Congratulations. <laughs> that was really powerful. That Meredith. was powerful. That was very and <laughs> and then she mentioned through the like I don't know if if it's appropriate, but I, or if it's offensive. But I certainly she was no, like I was looking was to Jenny to, to see if Jenny was offended. But she's like literally came in her mouth. It's offensive. <laughs> she yeah. should have been like, yeah, you don't do you don't say stuff that's inconsiderate to yeah. another national. Meredith or... could have really stood up more, but also you know uh, Meredith was. I mean Meredith had no other ally other than Mary this season. So she probably didn't want to lose her one ally, or maybe she was afraid of how Mary would react, because, you know, Mary's crazy. I even forgot that Heather made a kind of racist comment saying she's like an anime character. You know what? I... Here is my white ignorance. I didn't understand how that would be a racist comment. I get it now, but this was just my ignorance. I thought... You look like you're dressed up like a beautiful Asian character, which Jenny was dressed up like a beautiful Asian. So I didn't get it. I when 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 Heather first said it on the show, I started seeing tweets about it, and I was like, "Oh, I need to understand why this is. Right. I need to learn this." Yeah, because I could have easily made that same mistake. So I'm glad that they cleared that up, and you know, a lesson that Heather learned, and a lesson that I learned because I really didn't I, get it. I wouldn't have said it unless she legit was dressing up as an anime character, because I wouldn't want to say it just because she's Asian, right? Just because she's Asian in a cute outfit doesn't mean she's an anime character. Like that's not her whole world. Right. She's dressed up as a hooker and say that. <laughs> Damn, I look like a hooker. No, I get, I get it now. I yeah. totally get it now. But it was a lesson that I had to learn too. That was really my ignorance. And you know, I, I I sometimes I'm that white guy who tries to be extra woke. So I'm glad that I, <laughs> to be extra woke. <laughs> so I'm glad that I I'm glad that I learned that little lesson myself. <laughs> it's cool. I'm woke like you kids. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Listen, I'm a 50 year old white guy. I'm sus on everything. <laughs> <I'm> t- <laughs> this is why I can't sleep at night. This is what keeps me up. I Let's am. get on the Twitch or the the TikTok. The TikTok. The TikTok yeah, yes. that's that's the TikToks we're doing these days, right? TikToking it up, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm woke. <laughs> I love that, I love that. Just saying. Amanda does a really good deflection here when she's like, "Well, maybe I didn't stand stand up for you, Jenny, because I felt attacked by you the whole season." I was like, what? Yeah. Meredith just felt attacked by anything. But we do see that, like, in Jenny's first scene, she says that she's known Meredith for a while, and Meredith tends to ice people out. But I'm like, but Meredith, you didn't see that until, like, the season was either over or, you know, late into the season. <laughs> That's You true. didn't know that. Yeah. Um. So, but she did call Jenny out for that, for sure. Also, Jenny did misreport information. Jenny, you know, kind of did fuel the Meredith hired a private investigator against Jen Shaw. But that's what everybody thought, too. I know, so but Jenny, Jenny was the most, the one who kind of kept saying it. She it didn't seemed. need to. Right, right. Lisa, did it surprise you to see Meredith's ignorance to Mary's comments this season? And I like, Lisa's like, let me think about it. And <laughs> Jen's like, it's a yes or no question. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lisa, but Le- I thought Lisa was very diplomatic here. She's like, I was shocked that she wasn't more vocal, but I do know that Meredith that, is not, not the kind that's of person. Not who she is. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was kind. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa Barlow is an amazing human being. Um, and Meredith explains, she's like, listen, I've had private conversations with Mary as well. And Andy's like, yeah, but here we are on a show. 
and you're not saying a word. Yeah. That's the problem. Uh, and then what about Ginny's black scent? Okay, I didn't catch this at all through the whole episode. You know, when I saw people tweet about it, it rang a bell to me. But then when he they played the sound clips on the reunion, I didn't hear it. I just, I didn't get it. Her accent's really thick. I, I couldn't, I don't get, I don't. That's then, Jenny. But then again, she grew up in Long Beach. Like, you gotta be rough and tough to be out on those streets someday. You gotta speak boldly. Uh, mm-hmm. So Jenny's like, listen, I just speak. I'm not intentionally affecting my accent to, uh, you know, to be, sound like a black person or anything like yeah. that. That's just the way that I speak. She deflects the throwing glass situation. I threw it at the floor. Listen, it shattered. Do you know where glass goes when it shatters? Yeah. Everywhere. Either way, you threw it in her direction. And it's clear around. that you didn't mean for it to intentionally hit her, but you meant for it to get close, close enough to, to her. her. Yeah. Um, it was dangerous. And we already know that you broke Dewey's rib cage from throwing yeah. something so hard at him. I don't like it. But we wrap it up with Heather believing that a part of Mary truly is racist. And Andy's like, well, I talked to Mary and she doesn't believe that black people are capable of being racist. Oh, did I just say that? Because Mary probably thinks that racism is only against black people. Yeah, she She probably doesn't think of racism as against Asian people or any people of color. I mean, there's even racism within the black community. You're not dark enough. You're too light. You know, right? 100%. Racism is for, not for everybody, but everybody can do it. (laughs) Racism is for everyone. Racism is for everyone. I'm just in the moment. I feel it. Um, uh, the next section I call this the stirring the pot section. Yeah, this is where they start debating on who stirred it the most, who stirred it the hardest. Well, it see, you know, I can't wait to find out what all Lisa Barlow is doing behind the scenes because I didn't see it in the show so much, except for that Jen Shaw designer situation. But the pot stirs are definitely Whitney, Lisa, and Angie Harrington. Oh, yeah, Angie. Yeah, now Angie Harrington. There's a lot of things you can accuse me of. Yeah, but everyone, except for Jenny, feels that Lisa is the pot stirrer of the group. Um, Jen Shaw thinks it's both Lisa and Whitney, and Whit- Whit- I don't even think Whitney would deny that she's a pot stirrer. I think Whitney knows that's her job. Mm-hmm. I, I think that she would even cop to it. Probably. Which, I mean, Whitney is so inquisitive. Like, she is very inquisitive. She just can't help herself. Mm-hmm. Then Whitney, she's not a pot stir. She's like a little whisk, a little whisk me. Even Meredith raised her hand saying that Lisa's the pot stir. And Meredith feels like she was played a fool. Lisa feels like she was played a fool. Okay, I want to say, I love it. When somebody's talking to Lisa or about Lisa and they say a feeling, Lisa immediately says she's having that same feeling too. I was horrified. Uh, I was horrified too. Yes. That hurt me out. That hurt me too. Oh, I can't believe how upsetting that was. Oh, you have no idea how upsetting that was to me. You know, it's just stuff like that. I think that's how she used to argue with her sisters. I wonder if Lisa just doesn't even, is. I wonder if she's not self-aware. I don't know. Because, I mean, we hear some crazy stuff about, you know, Lisa manipulating the stuff. Now, we try to get to the bottom of the catering debacle. Lisa has printed out texts. She doesn't even have an assistant that would call Angie's caterer. They all work for Vida. (laughs) And Bad Weather's like, we saw the text, girl. Yeah. Angie loves to show us her phone. <laughs> and listen, Lisa can't talk her way out of the facts in these texts. There was this weird moment that it was like, don't tell Lisa or don't tell Angie. And Lisa goes, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I love Lisa. Whitney thinks that the fact that Angie and Whitney connected was motive enough for Lisa to try to sabotage the event. Mm. Uh, Meredith asked Lisa, do you feel that the night of Angie's event that I had your back and Lisa was like, yes, I do feel like she couldn't deny it. And Mary was like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Heather's like, you know, we're out actually on yachts with Angie, unlike <laughs> you, who's posing on yachts that you didn't pay for. Oh, oh, no, and they show like little pictures. I'm like, you guys, this is dirty. I can't wait to get kissed by a fish. And then Lisa, out of nowhere, brings up, uh, an alleged DUI from Heather. Just like out of nowhere. Well, what about your DUI? 
Well, I did read a little thing about it today. I, I've read a few things yeah. about it, yeah. She was arrested under the influence. The bottom line is she was charged with reckless driving. She does not have a DUI on her record of okay. any way, shape, or form. She uh, does have a reckless driving charge. I mean, from what I read, I haven't asked her about it. I don't know the truth. But from what I read, she does have a reckless driving charge from years ago. Let's call her. <laughs> Heather, we have a question for you. Do you want to clear up this DUI situation? You're on speakerphone in the hot closet. Hot pockets. <laughs> if I thought she'd answer, I might actually do it. That'd be fun. Um, but that's what I read. That she does have a reckless driving charge. She does not have a DUI on her record at, in any way, shape, or form. Gotcha. And she was um, able to do some community service to take care of anything and everything. I'm a modest woman. It's a, well, I know. Like, when we went out to the Amy Grant concert, she had a glass of wine and made me drive her home. Yeah. So, if it, if it was ever something that she ever made, made a me, mistake and about... And made me drive her home. Well, I mean, I was, you know, <laughs> you're driving home. <laughs> no, don't make me drive this big, luxurious vehicle. No, I wouldn't. I couldn't dream of it. <laughs> Mommy's drunk. Take her home. <laughs> I mean, she literally had, like, one glass of wine. Yeah. So, if she had ever made a bad mistake in the past, she certainly uh, made, made up, up for it, it yeah. and learned her lesson. She's cute. She's got money. Give her a chance. <laughs> so, why did Lisa bring up... The oh wait before we get to that, I like when Heather's like you know I'll, at least I like Lisa when she's being a nasty bitch. <laughs> at least she's being authentic. Yeah, I just don't want to deal with somebody that's just a, a cutout of, of the original person, <laughs> a character of a person in Teen Magazine being an eighth grade mean girl. <laughs> like Heather has eighth grade meme girl. She has an axe to grind oh with my Lisa. Gosh. So back to Lisa and the uh, dress designer. At the time, Jen thought, oh, Lisa's being a good friend, warning me about Whitney dealing with this dress designer. And when he's like, wait, let me clear, even though she cleared up on the season, I felt. Mm -hmm. But she's like, all of our transactions between us and the dress designer were before we found out about his, you know, audio leak and all that kind of stuff. And Heather says that Lisa texts people telling them what they can and cannot talk about. <laughs> just so much Lisa. Yeah. Bringing in so far. But Lisa just kind of goes on about the photo shoot. Photo shoot. But Jen called her afterwards. They really got into it. Poor Henry or whichever one was in the car was crying. Oh. I mean, you know, and as controversial as it is, Lisa really loves Jen Shaw. Well, you shouldn't have said as controversial as it is. Because no. that pissed Jen Shaw off. Why is it so controversial to love me? (laughs) Well, I mean, after first season, it was controversial. Oh, yeah, it was. And then when the charges came out, it was controversial to love you because, you know, unless you know Jen Shaw, which Lisa probably should have, you don't know what happened, you know? So it was controversial for a moment, but Jen Shaw did not like hearing that. Uh Uh-uh, my goodness. But you know what she would like hearing? What? her own voice on the little promo during our little break. (laughs) I know she would like that. I'm pretty sure she would like that. I mean, we're not even drinking cocktails, so what are we going to do during our break? I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to make a cocktail. You better not. We'll be right back. Bye. I got to start drinking. Hi, this is Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Ah. I feel like it's been three weeks since we sent a Jersey episode, but it's only been a week. Yeah. And plus, we're, since we're behind a week, I just feel like all discombobulated. But I forgot that we left off with like Jackie and Dolores in each other's face at the kegger. Dramatics was not even the word. Because Jackie was called this. <laughs> I want to deal with this thing over here. <laughs> this. Do not call me this. Um, but someone sends Frank over to break up the fight because Frank is the only person who's brave enough to get in front. Well, Jackie's obviously brave enough to get in Dolores' face. As or well. is she? She doesn't know ja- Dolores from the block. She's a street fighter. Yeah, <laughs> street fighter. She's a st- When she goes into a rage, you have to separate her before she does something she'll regret. She like puts razor blades in her ponytail and stuff. That's what street fighters do. Oh yeah, because when those girls grab that hair boom razor blades i wonder if she has a ninja outfit on don't they wear ninja outfits on no Street no 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 they uh, wear geese some of them wear geese i don't even know what a geese is 
that's what they call a um, karate outfit. Okay, okay. Well, Jackie is standing up for herself. You know, she is not backing down with Dolores. I would be terrified of Dolores. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want Dolores yelling at me. You listen to me, not Dolores. But Dolores is going through an emotional time after her breakup with David, and no one needs to talk about who's being a good friend to whom. Dolores knows she's a good friend, and she doesn't need this crap right now. <sighs> Now, Margaret pulls Jennifer aside and, and explains to Jennifer, like, the double standard here. Yeah, the double standard argument. And Jennifer DSA. actually acknowledges it. Yeah. Well, she's like, okay, you know what? I was triggered because you were the other woman. Mm-hmm. My husband had the other woman. If I was, if the other woman was talking about my husband the way that you were talking about your and all that other kind of stuff, like it triggered me and I get it now. And I responded and I was like, how is this such a healthy conversation? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. I hope, I mean, it would be kind of great if it was put to rest. No. Well, it might, I mean, I think Jennifer's going to have a conflict with everybody else, but maybe not Margaret. I don't know. <laughs> It looks like Margaret and Teresa are going to be the big conflict for the rest of the season. Oh my gosh, yeah. I heard or read somewhere that, like, it's going to be hard for Margaret to recover from this season. Well, it's not going to be good, let me tell you. Damn. So I can't wait to see that, even though I like Margaret. Um, Dolores and Jackie are now, they're talking it out. They're being pretty cordial. Surprising. Dolores doesn't really think this is that big of a deal, you know? And Jackie thinks she's just grazing over people's feelings. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Let's just not fight. Yeah. You know? Um, then Jennifer tells Margaret that she kept all this in for years to protect Bill, but also to protect herself from judgment from other women in the community. Like, what if they say I wasn't being a good wife? What if they say I wasn't good and bad? She's even worried about the in-laws judging her for it. That's horrible that yeah. they come from such a culture that is so male-dominated that it could even be that it could be excused if she wasn't being a good wife. Yeah, that's d- disgusting. Yeah, and my my opinion, there is no excuse. Ugh, by the way, I can feel how warm it is in this bar. Everybody in that bar is sweating. I know, right? Dolores is sitting there trying to fan herself off. Everyone's got, like, drips down her neck. Sweaty New Jersey. Mm. Take off your shirt. Why do you always want to see my dick? Um, Melissa jumps in and invites everyone to the shore house. Melissa jumps in with that denim jumpsuit. Her body is You better jump in in the denim. (laughs) (laughs) The guys are doing keg stands. And then... Jennifer and Margaret, like, officially decide to put all of this to bed. Again, it was really kind of easy. I'm really shocked. Yeah. Is there peace in the land? I don't think so. Not for long, at least. It's choppy. We kind of wrap up the party. We have a nice commercial break, and we get Dolores with her unicorn dog. You can give me a whole <laughs> episode of that. <laughs> She's like, do you like your new outfit? <laughs> give me a whole episode of Dolores dressing up her dogs. Oh I'll gosh. take it. I'll take it. And then Jennifer is on the phone with Teresa, who's still in Boston, and clearly there are there's no cell reception in Boston. Yeah, no reception up there. <laughs> I just thought like I was having a stroke when you did that. <laughs> I was watching your mouth move, but I didn't hear the sound come out right. I was like, oh my god, I smell it's toast. Happening. It's I happening. smell toast. <laughs> I need five minutes to calm down. Don't talk to me. Now Jackie is on her way to her, I don't know why I put, to her two o'clock consult. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it basically was just a consult. I know, but I don't know why I put her two o'clock consult. I don't know why I called it. Was it at two o'clock? Yes. Well, it's her two o'clock consult. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that was weird for me to call it her two o'clock consult. Uh, The poor girl who is taking Jackie's information, I don't know if she's a counselor or whatever she is. Redder and redder. Oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden it's gone. I know. It was just, she just got a, like a flush. She had to get used to the cameras there. That's the way I'd look if I saw Frank in person. I'd be like, oh my goodness, Frank, <laughs> my face is red. <laughs> look, Frank, my ass cheeks are red too. I don't, I don't know. Listen, this was the episode of Frank's sex life and I am all for it. Not only are I out sexual, I'll drink you. I will break headboards with you. Uh, but let's get back to Jackie first. Let's, let's finish Jackie and her poor problems and we can get to your sick <laughs> fantasies in a moment. Listen, Frank follows us. I know, I know. Follows me. Well, yeah. either way. I'm there because I love both of you. <laughs> Uh, so Jackie tells, I guess, I'm assuming this is some sort of counselor, that her kids are noticing her food. She's got to get back in control of it. She's only eating two to three meals a week that are not 
lettuce. Yeah. She's got some really deep emotional <sighs> body issues. I mean, she started Weight Watchers in high school. My sister I Sarah mean, did that. I can remember the first time I was alerted by my overweightness. I was in elementary school, and there was a picture of me with just my belly hanging out. And when I was looking at these pictures with my mom, both of us, when I saw that picture, we both went, (gasps) Oh, no. And that's when I was like, oh, no, I'm in, like, elementary school, and I'm fat. It's the stress you bitches are causing me. (laughs) So that's what's wrong with me now. Everything stems from that moment. I was a stick. What I did to balance it out is I would then start eating everyone's lunch as a joke, like because it would make them laugh how much food I could eat. And that's how I kind of covered up why I was so fat. It's because I eat so much. I think that's what most Isn't it do. funny? I Isn't think... it funny how I can eat everyone's pizza and corn at lunch? You would not be getting my pizza at elementary school lunch. <laughs> it's those rectangle ones and they're delicious. True. <laughs> True. But like Jackie's losing fe- feeling in her fingertips. She's always cold. Her heart rate is really slow. She's getting dizzy. Yeah, girl, you got to fix yourself. It's time. It's time to go to medical. Good med- thing get- that you went to counseling now. Yeah, but she can't get treatment until she goes to the medical evaluation. And now we know why. Because she could possibly die from yeah. intake. <laughs> uh, who would have thought? Like, if we we start making you eat again it could kill you yes it could make your organs go into over way over time and just shut down it's, that's insane i didn't know that i mean i they talk about you know all of the health issues with eating disorders but this was just a real a wake-up call hopefully i mean thank god we have jackie telling her story yeah because he would think oh i need to get in control of this i'm gonna start eating again and looking at her you wouldn't think that she had a problem right bless her heart well yeah. i'm she's terrified of having to wait to start her treatment she's just got a lot of anxiety but good thing that they're moving forward cheers angel cheers my love so next we have the family meeting of the catanias at the craftsman family meeting i love that dolores calls gabby doctor but i bet it makes frankie feel horrible (laughs) i don't think frankie cares (laughs) Bless his heart. We'll talk more about Frankie yeah. and this. He's such... He might even be kind of nerdy. I think he is. I can't wait to talk more about it. So, <laughs> this is the family meeting. Gabby has very strong feelings about Frank living back in the house. Gabby is like... Thinks that if Frank brings girls home, it's being very disrespectful. And I'm like, calling your dad Frank is disrespectful. <laughs> right? Well, she clearly has no respect for him. No. I guess, you know, I guess he just was not a good guy back when she was young. But dang, look at what and he's doing now, girl. You're I, lucky to even have a dad in your life still. Well, I guess she feels the other dang. way around. I guess she feels like, why weren't you this guy? Go talk to Whitney from Salt Lake City. <laughs> right. Um, but they start, like, before Frank even sits down, they're like, we're having a family meeting, you can't bring people in. We're, no, like, no hoes. No hoes at the home. I mean, but it is very much a double standard. Why can Frank 100%. bring people, but Gabby can't? Yeah. And she's like, well, it's from all the noises we're hearing down the hallway, like when you brought your <laughs> three, friend from Texas. Three stories up, we could hear this girl. Uh, and Frank's like... But quite honestly, maybe your boyfriend doesn't satisfy you like I satisfy my <laughs> Well, I guess... Your boyfriend just doesn't satisfy you like I satisfy <laughs> yeah. my women. And then Frankie immediately vomits. This is disgusting. He's like, <laughs> I cannot take this. Oh, Dolores is pissed. She's got that menu in her hand and she's already hit him. She's like, <laughs> we don't talk about that way in front of our 20-something-year-old children. I know. But Frankie has a ball gag in his room? Well, it was a gift, he said. Mm-hmm. He said I don't believe... Well, I mean, maybe he is, like, shy outside the bedroom and a freak in the sheets. I don't know. But... Hey, I'm shy in he's, person. He's I'm... not comfortable talking about sex, especially in front of his parents. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... I wouldn't talk about sex in front of my parents. Your mom would just sit there and laugh. No, she would be horrified. What, what were the stories you have to tell? Yeah. What, what other... Do I have good <laughs> sexual stories from you that I could tell my mom? Like running through the woods naked with ten guys? Well, no. <laughs> yes, mom, he's a gentle lover. <laughs> he laid down flowers before he laid me down so gently on the swan feather pillows. I have done And that then before. he took me very gently, mother. <laughs> he was a gentle lover, mother. But it wasn't like the old days. I bent you over the kitchen counter. <laughs> Oh my god, oh my gosh. 
that was too much. <laughs> <laughs> so um, after we get through Frank's not so gentle love, <laughs> we, <laughs> the conversation turns to Dolores and David, and this is when uh, every, like the, the three of them are shocked that they're broken up. Well, the kids are way more shocked. Yeah, like, well, Frank kind of suspected very it. Yeah, Frank's suspected it. Frankie is upset. He loved David. He pulled out and said, I love David. Yeah. And then I feel bad, though, because Dolores now is feeling guilty for breaking up with David. She's feeling guilty on behalf of her family that they broke up. I'm like, you don't have to feel guilt. He I'm like, y'all can still be friends. Yeah, <laughs> but she feels like she brought David into her, their lives and now she's taken him back out. But I'm like, no, everyone's an adult. Yeah, everyone's You don't adult. care if Frankie and Gabby go hang out with David. Yeah, that's their, that's their deal anyways. Uh, well, let's start heading towards the shore. Are you guys ready for the Jersey Shore? Margaret's packing for the shore. You know she's packing for Joe. Joe. Too. Every time she says a sentence, she starts off with Joe. Joe. Joe, I'm gonna throw up. Joe, I don't want to show my cooch cahoodle. Come with me, I need to get dressed. Joe, we jo need to go pack. Joe, I don't want to show my coochie hoochie <laughs> or whatever she says later. <laughs> so Margaret's packing, Jennifer and Bill are packing, Jackie's kids are back from camp. And now we're at the shore house. Melissa and Joe's little shore house. Joe's horny already being somewhere else. That's my guy. As soon as I get down here, something happens to me. Get horny. I get very horny. <laughs> He's like, my hot wife is in a bikini all weekend long. Uh, there's, we're in, like, there's tequila and vodka. Vodka? Vodka. Lots of vodka. Pouring in the water fountain. <laughs> That's messed up, y'all. That would piss me off. Especially since Margaret doesn't drink. Oh no! <laughs> but she had a she she was a great sport about it. Yeah, she, she was, was a great sport about it. But yeah, you get you some. But I mean, if I was really thirsty and I took a big swig like I do with all my water, I would be, I would have thrown up. Right, would have thrown. Especially throw if it was vodka. Oh, I can't do vodka. <laughs> Um, now, Dolores and Frank are staying at their shore house that they still have together, um, the House of Orgies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Jackie and Evan are getting ready. She's really nervous about the food situation, but she feels good that she'll be distracted enough by everything going on that it won't have to be something she has to think about yeah. so much. And luckily, the rule at the Gorgas is to have sex. Yeah, he said that last season, too. He's like, listen, if you're going to stay at my house, it's a happy home. You guys have sex in here. I would totally bone Evan. Absolutely, I would bone Evan. <laughs> That's so stupid. And Joe Gorga and Frank all at once. I, no, Frank's mine. You can have Frank. I'll, no I'll, one touches Frank but me. All right, I'll bone Joe and Evan. We got some bedposts to well, break. Well, I will go, but we'll have to do it at Frank's house because that's the orgy house. That's the orgy house, yes. We can all be in the same room, right? Of course. Okay, good. We need reach arounds and stuff. <laughs> Come on. Come around the back to the basement door. But we can't use the bed up in the bedroom because Frank and one of his girlfriends broke it during sex. <laughs> Dolores is like, I can't believe you did that. And he's like, don't tell me that you and David didn't break furniture. And she's like, I don't want to talk about David. <laughs> the only thing he broke was my heart. Right. I mean, she's still crying about it. He's like, yeah. you cry? You didn't, you didn't even cry. What are you doing? What are you doing? She's like, I cried. You just didn't hear me. Yeah. see me. Um, so Dolores tells Frank about the Jennifer, Jackie, Dolores triangle that happened and that is happening. Um, Dolores brings up Jackie saying, well, how about don't stick your dick and blah, blah, whatever mm -hmm. it was she says. How about you don't stick your dick in someone else? To be honest with you, it was the first night they all find, found out. Mm -hmm. And it was just a comment. I didn't find it that Me either. I think Dolores is totally deflecting because she's been called not a good friend. Yeah. From Jackie. And now she has to point it back to Jackie. Mm -hmm. I really think that, again, it was a brand new... Everyone had just found out about it. Jackie and Jennifer were still at odds at the time. I really didn't think that was a big deal, but she's going to make it a big deal. Uh, Margaret and Joe show up at the Goldschneiders, um, and then they're going to ride with the Goldschneiders to the shore. Road trip. And then this is when, when Joe and Melissa filled that water jug with liquor, I was like, no, this is the worst idea This imaginable. is horrible, you guys. But this you know what? It nice. didn't turn out to be bad. No, everyone got a kick out of it. Yeah. But everyone got that much more snockered. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tracy shows up at the shore house first. You know she's not used to drinking like these people. Nuh-uh. 
they she and Tiki don't keep those hot bodies by drinking all the time. No. Where's Tiki? We're at the shore. I need to see Tiki in a bathing suit immediately. <laughs> so but Tracy's the first one to drink the vodka out of the water of the water. Uh. Evan thinks that Tiki and Louie are great additions to the group. And Margaret's like, I'm not so sure. Joe, I'm not so sure they are. <laughs> So if you do Margaret in uh, in one of your intro podcasts, you're just gonna say Joe. Joe. You don't, Joe. Have, you don't have to chew no down with Margaret. Joe. Yeah, she's just Joe. But there's even more stuff that's come out about Louis since the video, like his behavior in the past, his relationships in the past. His past is just bizarre. His parents don't even like him. Apparently, I, like, wait, what? And Teresa spends a lot of time shutting things down. Yeah. Well, she just she just doesn't want to acknowledge it. Period. Yeah, Melissa's already drunk by the time everyone gets to the shore house. Oh, I'm such a fun drunk. <laughs> Margaret sips the vodka wa- the vodka water. Uh, uh, I think it was it could have been tequila. I really wasn't paying that I much attention. I think it was vodka. I don't know, but it's either way. I think tequila you would smell it first. Vodka, I don't think it would, you'd smell it first. Maybe. Um, and who's smelling water? That's true. <laughs> Teresa arrives at Jennifer Aiden's shore rental. She rented a house so she wouldn't have to stay with all the people she's at, at uh, arms with. Um, her shore, Teresa's shore house is packed. Especially because I have four daughters. So she and Louie are going to stay at the Aidens. Mm-hmm. Was that in? Was that because Louie didn't want to be with the group? Or was it because... Well, the, ob- the only other option was to stay at Teresa's shore house, where oh. they have, like, 18 kids and family. Four daughters. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if, if they didn't want to... Gotcha. Not staying at the Gorgas would be, uh, you know, a move he would probably choose. But it appears that Teresa had planned to have a barbecue that night, but she doesn't have a home now, so they're going to do it at Jennifer's house. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer's like, I'm going to invite everybody here. What? <laughs> okay, I'll do it, Teresa. I'll do it. You're the boss. I know, right? So back at the Gorga Shore, I want to stay at the Gorga. That's the party house. It is the party house. That's the fun house. Melissa, again, drunk. She's bringing towels around to everyone. And for just a moment, like she and Joe are talking about Margaret's privates. Uh huh. And then, boom, walks in and she gets to see Margaret naked. Boom. Joe, I don't want to show my coach Cahoodle. But everyone's drunk, everyone's horny, Evan's sticking his boner and Jackie. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, how much has he drank so far? He's sticking his stuff in my bag. <laughs> Jackie, you might have to give some BJs this time. You better, uh, start, you better start doing it. Had to get the guy two blowjobs this week. Um, everyone gets in their cars and they all meet at the boardwalk. Dolores and Frank get to the boardwalk first. Jennifer and Teresa are next. Frank truly loves a fruity drink. He loves a fruity, and that's my guy. I he love a fruity, a fruity drink. drink. Yeah, I want something refreshing to get me drunk. You put a flower and an umbrella in your drink, Frank. I love it. Um, the shore was Teresa and Dolores' like old stomping grounds. They had that permed hair. Well, they probably have naturally curly hair. They probably didn't have to perm Back it. Back then, yeah. They probably permed it on top, though. Oh, yeah. They had to. <laughs> Um, Dolores actually kind of checks in with Jennifer and even acknowledges her feelings. You're, you're upset and that's okay. Normal beings have feelings. Who knew? What? I was allowed to be upset, Dolores? (laughs) No. The whole Gorga house now shows up. They're all there at the boardwalk. Shots, 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 shots. Teresa tells everyone that she's had to move the barbecue to Jennifer's, and not everyone looks too happy about that. <laughs> I go hang out with her. I love it that Melissa's just been drinking all day, and she's like, all right, it's ready to get fondled. Who wants to be fondled right now? <laughs> right? But notice that whenever any group of people get around, they're talking about Louie. Oh, yeah. Where's it- Louie? Did you hear what came out of the press with Louie? Mm-hmm. Where's Louie? Here's something else I found out on the press about Louie. Sometimes, when there's that much smoke, there's got to be some fire. Can't be on the show and have this kind of deal and not have it be talked about at least 12 times. Yeah. Dolores finally spills to Teresa that she and David broke up. And at first, Teresa's like, what? Huh? I'm what? Phone? What's on my phone? I'm texting with Louie. Louie. (laughs) (laughs) But then she finally clicks oh oh you broke up why didn't you tell me uh, yeah <laughs> bring it back to you you should have texted me <laughs> uh, but they broke up the day of jackie's party and jennifer's like oh that's why you were so fired up that's at why you were party. psycho <laughs> and dolores is like speaking of jackie don't trust your friends so much oh let me tell gosh. you what she told me 
She said something about sticking dick somewhere. I don't remember. Dick comment. <laughs> Some Bill sticking his dick somewhere. I don't know. How about you don't stick your dick in someone else? <laughs> that is the most repulsive thing anyone uh, could ever say. Of course Jennifer is going to take off with it. <sighs> oh, I'm a victim. <sighs> How dare someone say stick their dick. And this whole time, Teresa can't be bothered with any of this drama. She's on her phone. She's like, look, she look. Louie. Louie. Louie's upset. Louie's not huh. here yet. Louie's going to be coming. Don't you guys just love Louie? Louie, Louie. <laughs> and meanwhile, Dolores is just like going in on Jackie. Just keep on uh. just going in. She is not happy. But Teresa interrupts. Louie's late. <laughs> you guys... Louis Slade, I know you guys were wondering. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, well, why? What's it, what's it going on? What's it going on? Mm. Um, then they all switch from liquor to iced coffee. Poops these, and iced coffee. These people <laughs> will drink some ice. Like, Margaret comes with no less than 18 gallons of iced coffee. I mean, I would have to drink coffee at this point because I would need to go to sleep. I'd be like, I've been drinking all afternoon. I've been in the sun. I need to go to bed. I can't do anything right now. Right? I'm I'm good for one event a day. You're like, I'm going to take a nap. Wink, wink. See you tomorrow. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Lock the door. <laughs> You've been punked. I don't know why I was surprised that they were having a catered barbecue. Whenever I hear barbecue, I see someone barbecuing. Like, like the guys are out there barbecuing. Grilling is a man's job. No. 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 The caterers are here. Caterers. <laughs> oh, I got a call from Louie. <laughs> and this is where it starts to get interesting. Yeah, Louie, in the very beginning of the conversation, says, I just want to get out of here. I am already want to get out of here. And she's like, hold on, I might. He's like, yeah, get off that mic, sister. This is the second time she's had to say, the camera's on. We're mm-hmm. mic'd. Something along those lines. Um, so, you know, Louie just, here's the deal. Louie knows that there's a whole lot of stuff in the press about him now. And he knows without even having to see it, that people are talking about Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what the show is for. Everybody's going to want to talk about it. Treese is mad. Louis didn't sign up for this. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, yes, he did. He did. He was on the show before all this stuff came out. And people who sign up for you yeah. sign up for this show. Yeah, amen. This show is about your life He was fine. He was fine showing up at the reunion last season. He was yeah. fine showing up at the events last season. But now that he's got dirt that he needs to answer for, now he's like, no. Or should we say Evan didn't sign up for this show last season? Oh, shh. Evan didn't sign up for this show. Jackie did. I win. You are on Teresa's shit list now. <laughs> you Thank are, God she doesn't listen. Uh, you're you the queen, think... Teresa. You're the queen. You're the queen. Thank you, Teresa. Listens. <laughs> and then Teresa texts Melissa. Make sure everyone's being nice. You got to be on my side. <laughs> you better do the right thing. You can't bring anything up. I love it that she says, "Do the right thing," and it's like basically, "Do the right thing." You do Teresa's thing. Remember last season when Teresa's like, "I always do the right thing." <laughs> I always do the right thing. Cheers. <laughs> and earlier this season she's like what there's nothing wrong with me I'm perfect I have no problem <laughs> oh god love Teresa god oh love. yeah but even we get like fourth wall breaking and Teresa gets stopped by a producer and they're like Louis's outside and he's mad and he's not coming in and Teresa's like good he shouldn't have come here if he was feeling that way y'all are vultures why are you guys filming this it's like Teresa you've been on this show since yeah. the beginning <laughs> she turns it on to the camera people and yeah. the producers like no, it's their fault now I, no honey the bottom line is Louie knows this stuff is out about him mm-hmm. and he's afraid to face the music he does not want to face it he doesn't even show up and now Teresa's like I'm gonna go be with my lover so now I'm going to be mad at production. Yeah. <laughs> for being here. You guys are monsters. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Teresa. Well, two really great episodes. I mean, you never go wrong with a good reunion, and you can never go wrong with a good episode of New Jersey. I will say that this episode of New Jersey was a little bit more mild-mannered, not so much. It was just a lot of... Ca- a little more, a lot, lot more fun. Yeah, I didn't have a lot to say about it, except for I just really, really enjoyed Frank's, Frank's sex life in this episode. And I enjoyed Joe Gorga's shirtless, and Evan shirtless, on this Joe Joe's looking thick. He looks great. He looks, I want to chew on him. Yeah, I want to chew on his on bite his it, chest. Bite it. Oh, and <laughs> Frank's arms are looking swole as all as ever. His chest needs a little bit of work, but his his guns, man. Yeah, they gotta get, they gotta start a fresh cycle right before filming. Woof! I'm gonna chew on, hang on him like a monkey. Eat it. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, thank you all for another great week. We another week without any new uh, reviews. Fuckers! <gasps> what the hell? What's wrong with you guys? Thanks for giving me more editing to do. <laughs> I could keep going. <laughs> no, you're supposed to take it back and be nice now. Oh my gosh, you guys are just the best for ignoring everything I have to say and not doing what I asked for. I guess I'm just going to have to get Teresa to come over here and ask you guys for <laughs> Maybe it. they would if we got Teresa over here. Hold on. <laughs> this is Teresa. You guys need to go to Apple Podcasts, go to the Real House Bears Podcast, scroll down, go to give them a five-star rating and give them a nice review. They need it. Do it now. Thank you so much, Teresa. Teresa Bye. I love you. Oh my New gosh, Jersey. Teresa. Listen, Teresa. Thank God she was in Salt Lake City this weekend. Teresa's my girl. Thank God she was in Salt Lake City this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't get a picture. Darn. But anyway, She'll still be follow us on our social media. We'll get pictures of other things. Oh. You can follow us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube at The Real House Bears Podcast, and you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please, 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 please give us a five-star rating and a cute little review or just a five-star rating. Maybe we got ratings and I haven't been counting the ratings. Maybe listen, we got ratings and reviews. Hey, you know what? You guys got to leave a review to get that uh, fame. Yeah, to get the shout out. To get the shout outs. All right, well, we are shouting out. Have a great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right, test it out. Test, test, test. One, one, one. Two, two, two. Three, three, three. Four, four, four. Five, You're five, so five. good at counting. Six, six. What comes after six, six? Well, you can't Ooh. say that. No. <laughs> <laughs>